I would ask that we extend a moment of silence. In southern Illinois, they gathered to remember. To remember March 18, 1925, the day the tri-state tornado tore a path through Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana. In remembrance of the 695 people who lost their lives. They are a handful of men and women who were just little boys and little girls 75 years ago when the tornado destroyed their homes, killed some of their family and friends, and injured a few of them, too. It was awful. Houses down. And Mavis Wright of West Frankfurt, one of the southern Illinois towns hit hard by the tri state tornado was eight years old in 1925. She was among the 2,000 people hurt. Did you ever see the Wizard of Oz and this old gal? She's sitting out there riding that bicycle. Well, when I saw that for the first time, I thought, well, that's just about the way I felt, too, flying through the air. The tornado sucked her out of a third-grade classroom and carried her for several hundred yards before she slammed into a tree. Injured and dazed, she got up and walked for help, only to find others more desperate than herself. We went by one house, and a man was under the porch and he couldn't get out and he said little lady call somebody i need to get out of here survivors like wright relive their memories in hopes of heightening awareness of tornado danger be prepared their advice is simple they're very destructive tri-state survivor leela hartman in downstate benton was also just a child when that monster storm hit she's seen what tornadoes can do anytime it can pick up a, a car take it out of a garage move it at least 200 feet take the top off of it, turn it in a different direction than what it was going, or take a big tree, a big oak tree that is uh, two foot across, split it like you would split it with an ax. You better take a tornado, serious. We know now that the tri-state tornado was the most powerful nature produces. Its 300 mile per hour winds ripped homes into shreds, threw cars around like toys, and turned flying debris into missiles that shot through trees. Hartman will always have the picture of that monster storm etched in her mind. She barely escaped to the cellar because the twister hit without warning. Don't let nobody tell you it wasn't dark. It was dark. In the wake of that disaster and 695 deaths, the National Weather Service created its Storm Prediction Center. In the 75 years since the tri-state tornado, forecasters have learned a lot and now have tornado tracking tools like Doppler radar. Retired National Weather Service meteorologist Steve Kahn. Now we have radars that are just state-of-the-art that pick up the storms um, as they're developing. Scientists are now working on enhancements to Doppler to better gauge the ferocity of storms by sizing up hailstones. Dr. Joseph Schaefer heads up the Weather Service Storm Prediction Center. Big tornadoes are associated with big hailstones, so it'll help give further warning. And in the not-so-distant future, it's hoped radar at the nation's airports will help broaden the scope of storm hunters. The further away you are from the storm, the less the probability of catching it. So this way you'd have more radars, more effectiveness. It could provide lateral resistance. While forecasters look to the sky, scientists on the ground are working on brick and mortar ways to keep us safe. But these walls on the ends. These engineers in Urbana are experimenting with construction of tornado-resistant buildings and safe rooms. Mike Chamnus heads up the Illinois Emergency Management Agency, which takes part in the federal project impact. A safe room is, is a room that typically would be a concrete or room inside your house that would with stand the direct hit of an F4, F5 tornado. We had uh, part of the F4 damage went over one house that had the equivalent of a safe room and the only thing left on the slab was this concrete bunker that was inside. You know, those are some lucky people. Living in Tornado Alley, I'm Steve Grzanich, News Radio 780 WBBM.